it's the next level. Hmm? Ah! Oh. Do either of you know what this is? It's a flight data recorder, otherwise known as a black box. And that's exactly what it is. Now, here's the funny thing. This black box comes from Oceanic Flight 815. A salvage vessel recovered it from the bottom of the ocean. It took a considerable amount of Mr. Widmore's resources to procure it. It was found with the wreckage of the plane, along with all 324 dead passengers. That's not the complete story, as you were well aware, Mr. Girard, given the fact that you're standing here, breathing. The wreckage was obviously staged. Now, can you imagine what kind of resources and manpower go into pulling off a feat of that magnitude? Faking the recovery of a plane crash. Putting 324 families through a grieving process based on a lie. But what's even more disturbing, where exactly does one come across 324 dead bodies? And that, Mr. Girard, Mr. Hume, is just one of the many reasons we want Benjamin Linus. It's 2021. Welcome to another episode of We Have to Go Back, Lost Revisited, as we continue on into the, into, into the, already off to a great start, into (laughs) the fourth season of the series. Welcome back. Um... I am Ben. Yes, and you say your name, and I know. then I say my name. I'm Kristen. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't hear that verbal diarrhea, this is We Have to Go Back, Lost Revisited. We are on the fourth season, covering the seventh episode, G. Yon. I'm, I'm just going to jump out. It's, it's fine. Yeah, bye. Yeah. <laughs> me, and Ruth, we, me and Ruth have it. It's fine. <laughs> Happy 2021, everybody. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, it's also a week past when we were supposed to do this because someone prepped for the wrong episode I did. last week. I did. We got, we got settled down. We were about to start <laughs> recording. And he says, I don't have a lot of notes for this. I'm like, yeah. I said, Michael's pretty whiny. And he goes, Michael. <laughs> and I said, yeah, it's me, Kevin Johnson. And he goes, no, <laughs> no, wait, you're a, you're a week ahead there, miss. No, no, no. Oh, you know what? I think he said, wait, what episode did you prep for? And <laughs> I, I think said, that's what it was. What yeah. episode did you prep for? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, there, it, like, it's been over a month since we put out a new episode. There Listen, has man, been. The a first lot. three Wednesdays in January were really hard. There has been, well, not even January, like even into December, like there's been, like, I mean, you had, you had things going on with your family, with people yeah. getting sick. I had, m- my mother contracted COVID, so I was dealing with that on my end. Um, 
you know, we had the holidays, we had Christmas, we had New Year's, we had everything we were going through. Every day was a fresh hell in the holiday season at the Halberg home. It was it was just it was crazy that we and we just couldn't get our schedules together to record. So, I mean, so apologies to anybody out there who was waiting on new episodes because it was just, you know, I feel like you should be used to it by now. I know. And we're so and, unreliable. And, and I apologize for that. We are. We're incredibly unreliable. But you know what? It's a new it's a new year. And uh, maybe we'll, you know, have a New Year's resolution to actually put out an episode every week. Look, man, I think we can all agree that 2020 kicked us all in the rear a little bit. Yeah. And the last it, Ben's right. The last uh, couple of weeks of the year, our family went through it. My, my husband got really sick. He got Bell's palsy. We thought it was a stroke. I had to have emergency wisdom tooth surgery because at the exact same time, my wisdom tooth decided to just grind into my nerves. Um, my son had an appointment that we had to travel for that was canceled hours before the appointment. So we had to reschedule that traveling appointment. The only person that really was fine was my daughter. She was just kind of like playing her new video games, just coasting through life, wondering <sighs> what was happening to her family. <laughs> I should have podcasted with Danny. That would have been fun. Yeah, she would have liked that. <laughs> now, um, I didn't I didn't want to go into too much detail about. Oh, no, that's with you, fine. But that's since fine. You're open about it. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, and then America almost fell. And uh now, now here we are a couple weeks later. So, you know, it's all good. Yeah. Still, still, um, still a bit of a mess, but not nearly as much of a mess as we've been over the past couple weeks. No, so I'm having good. a great week. I'm having an excellent week this week. Um, we were singing Millie Vanilli a minute ago. <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> we were. Yeah. I, that's such randomness. I don't even know. You walked away to get water. You happened to be singing Millie Vanilli in the background. So I put it on and just we went from there. Next thing I know, three songs, three Millie Vanilli songs later. It's like (laughs) just just to give you a good idea. We were supposed to record at 1030 and then we finally got on at 1050 and now it's 1130. (laughs) We've hit record. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh. And and the 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 weird the funny part about it is too, um, this will probably be the longest conversation of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> because I really it's I I don't know if it's an adjustment of getting back into it or I really just don't have a lot to say about this episode. I do. Okay, I'm. I'm I don't have a lot, but I do have. I do have a little bit. So just to get just to get everybody on the same page here, if this is your first time listening to us, first of all, what have you been doing with your life? Go back, (laughs) listen to the rest. We're amazing. Uh, Second of all, we are a spoiler-filled podcast, meaning that we talk about anything that's going to happen, will happen, has happened, sideways happened, upside down happened, whatever happened in the world of Lost we have free reign to bring it up. We do try to stay away from spoilers, but it, it, it happens. Doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so please don't get mad if that happens. Cause eh, we gave you a warning and that's all I have. Yeah. I mean, the only other thing I can say too, is it's a new year. So we can start to- doing these warnings out there again. In addition to the spoiler warning, uh, we do, the, the train does tend to jump the rails every once in a while and go off on kind of like a, a topic. Every um, episode. From from what listeners have told me, they actually really enjoy that. So I'm, God. I, I know we still have listeners. So it's a good thing we they, they enjoy <laughs> it. 
<laughs> so apparently they enjoy it. So if you don't, I apologize. We'll try and keep it to a minimum if it happens, but it it tends to happen. And I it happens because we like these conversations to be as normal and flowing as possible. We don't overly produce. We very rarely edit anything out. I so, do zero editing. I do all the editing, but even then I, <laughs> I, I very rarely edit anything out. We just like this to be as completely natural and free, flo- free, bleh, free flowing as possible. See, that'll be in there. You just heard that wasn't edited out. Um, I love that. I love it when people say edited. <laughs> that's, that's the word. I know, but it sound, it's fun to say edited. Okay. Say it. Edited. It's fun. Edited. <laughs> and then sometimes people do that. <laughs> edited. Yep. I've heard people do that. I think I've probably done it once or twice. So Most likely. But let's get into the episode. Uh, as you mentioned, season four, episode seven, <laughs> Gion, uh, a Jin and Son centric episode. Where where would you like to begin? I want to begin with how this episode was shot because I thought that it was brilliantly shot. We had both a flash forward and a flashback. Mm-hmm. And we were meant to believe that it was a flash forward the entire time. Although there were hints along the way yes, that it were. was old Jin, Na- mainly the hair and the fact that he was a dick. Uh, and there the are- fact that he looked a little high strung. But um, and there are a I, couple other hints as well. But I'll let and you, his yeah. phone, his phone, his phone, his phone was hilarious. Yes. Um. So you know, I mean, if you're if you're really paying attention, I guess you could make an argument for the fact that if you're a very savvy watcher for the first time, you can see that it is flashback and flash forward. But I think the intention was to be misleading the entire way until the very end, um, which. I'm sure on first watch, I fell for hook, line, and sinker. Um, you know, this time it was it was different because I have seen it before. And, um, you know, it just made me very melancholy to know that in the end, Jin was never going to get to the hospital. And then um, for them to go visit his grave, knowing that he's not dead at the end, that was also very touching because they have to put on a show for the for the public. So she had to bury her husband who you know, for all she knows is dead, but can also be alive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and I love the fact that it was a girl anyways. Uh, but I did love the way that this whole gin and son story was told and the way that it was shot. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and, and I'm sorry. And no, it goes, go it, it definitely goes with what was happening on Island in the fact that at the end, Jin talked about the old him versus the new him. And he said, I know why you did what you did, because it was that man. And that man wasn't who I am now. And we can see that kind of played out in the flash forward and the flashback uh, that they portrayed um, alongside the Jin and Son beach story. I, I, I'd just like to point out that I only have about 12 notes and you've just hit about six of them. So that's fine. Okay. Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to be short. <laughs> you have you have hit a couple of them, but it's totally fine because um, that's the way it is. I I'm with you. I love the flashback and the the mix of the flashback and the flash forward in this episode. Uh, you mentioned the phone being a, a big hint as to it being a past gin as opposed to the oceanic a possible oceanic six gin which does mm-hmm. not exist. Um, you mentioned the hair, the attitude. The other big one though is the dragon. Um, one of the main reasons one of, why that toy shop owner 
is pushing the dragon on Jin at that time is because it is the year of the dragon, which was 2000, not 2008, which is when this episode aired. So that's what was it the year of in 2008? Uh, that's a good question. Um, because I don't know, 2008 Chinese zodiac that was the year of the rat. (laughs) It's the year of Ben Linus, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that's accurate. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it's uh, the year of the dragon was 2000, not 2008. So that was another big hint that this was a past and not a future, a future gym. But the way it's done is just is really well done because, I mean, you mentioned them visiting the grave. You there's the scene where, you know, son is giving birth and they ask Mm -hmm. if there's anybody she wants to call. And she says, yes, call my husband. Oh, Uh, you know, and. So you it it's so tied together so well that you're yeah. you start to believe like okay like Jin is going to go be a father like this is yeah. this is amazing and it just it's so sad in the end when it turns out that that is not the case. You know a, a, another way that we could have known that it wasn't the same Jin is that when she saw the man in the hallway and she thought it was Jin he had a completely he had a more beach Jin haircut than he did in the flashback. Um, his hair was, you know, parted down the middle and a little longer down to his ears a little bit. And she was calling out to him saying, cha-cha-cha, cha-cha-cha. Yeah. And that was my horrible Korean. <laughs> so <laughs> I apologize to a wealth of communities for for that horrible uh, <laughs> I, word. I, I do like, too, that in even in the flash forwards with Sun, you know, being off island, as we learned is off island because we see her pregnant. They're still giving us these little hints and tie-ins to other character mm. did, colors. Did you happen to notice the tie-in this episode? What Sun is watching on television when she, she turns the television expose? off? She was watching X. <laughs> it was it was a little bit of razzle dazzle. It was expose. It was the episode with uh, with uh, Nikki and um, uh, Billy D. Williams. It was her final okay. episode of Expose. <laughs> it's it's very quick because it's literally the camera panning up to the TV as she's turning it off. So it's extremely quick, but it's there. So I like that they did that as well. That's hilarious. Yeah, I liked it that Hurley was the one that came uh, to to meet their daughter. Um. And he was happy that nobody else was going to be there. I wonder why that is, though. I I think because it would be more of a reunion and less of it being all about son's daughter. Or maybe he just he likes babies. I don't know. (laughs) Jack's a dick. That's why I'm trying not to say it. But (laughs) Jack's a drunk fool. Well, there's there's also no hints in this one. I don't at least I don't think correct me if I'm wrong. There's no hints in this entire thing as to with the exception of maybe Hurley as to when this falls in the timeline. Well, I would, the expect, hint- it, I would expect it has to be earlier on because Hurley does end up going a little crazy. Well, OK, so she leaves when she's, you know, let's say two months pregnant and she has the baby and that baby is about. I'd say a month old at most. Okay. So it's been almost a year. The baby itself is a huge hint. I'm an idiot. That's okay. You know (laughs) what? It's I've had the babies, so I feel like I can do the math. (laughs) I I should have known that. I should should have put two and two together. (laughs) 
it's all right. But you know, it, but that that's very smart to say at the same time, because it does show how much time has passed since they have been there. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, they were back home for longer than a year, you know? Yeah, they ha- they have to have been because of the age that Aaron is by the time when we see right. Aaron. Right. So they, they are home for a good amount of time before they end up going back to the island. Yeah, I don't know that they did Aaron's aging very well with the timeline because Aaron looks like he's four. Yeah, I agree. And her trial could not have been that far after they got back because Aaron was a couple like a cut co- like what? Two months old. Uh, yeah, it couldn't have been any older than two. She or gave three birth months. on the island, and son's two months pregnant, and she got pregnant on the island. Yeah, couldn't have been couldn't have been any older than two or three months by the time they got off the island. So you know that doesn't make any sense unless they were there for like two or three years. I don't know, uh, but yeah. that that kid is four, three or four. The, the, yeah, the actor that's playing Aaron. I said I think I said the same thing yeah. when we were actually talking about that episode. That I, I felt like, how long have they been off the island at this point? Yeah, <laughs> he's got a, He's got a little kid room. He's yeah. got. He's in a bed. This isn't like really all- Aaron. This isn't really Aaron. This is just Aaron. Never really made it off the island. Kate just no. replaced him with a baby. Just to make Kate him grabbed a kid. Yeah, this is my baby. This is Aaron. <laughs> it's my blonde baby. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's some poor woman. Where's my baby? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but, Kate yeah. couldn't come. Kate couldn't come because she was taking care of her new four-year-old son. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and you, you got to figure like at that period of time, we we know that Saeed is off traveling the world doing Ben's work. Um, Jack is back to being a surgeon, so he probably just doesn't have the time to go. Kate- no, not with all the not with all the uh, forty-ounce curl-ups he's been doing uh, in his <laughs> off time. Um, Kate has been dealing with a trial. She's not allowed to leave at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Hurley really is the only one that can go and visit Sun at this time. Yeah, yeah. So you know when he asks, like, is anybody else? Did any is anybody else coming? And Sun tells her no. Tells him no. Well, really, nobody else could. That's interesting that you say that. Every person that we saw in this episode, with the exception of Juliet is a part of the Oceanic Six. Well, I think that's part of the mislead, too. I think that they wanted you to believe until the end that Jin is the sixth member of the Oceanic Six. Well, yeah, but I mean, you can say that, you know, Sun's chi- Sun and Jin's child, since Jin is half of that child, right? You still have a part of him that 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 is there, I guess is what I'm saying. Like Desmond, he gets off the island. Okay. Saeed gets off the island. Jack gets off the island. Um Kate, we saw Kate, right? So we saw Saeed. I'm just, and, and we saw Hurley. Well, but there's also a, a big um, uh, Bernard and Rose, or at least Bernard element to this too. And Bernard never gets off. We the knew island. Bernard was never going to leave the island. So that's fine. <laughs> he's, he's everybody's wise old owl right now. I, I love Bernard in this yeah. episode. I really do. Um, it's, I, I mean, it's something else we, we, we kind of have to dive into anyway. Um, First off, I, I'm loving what they're doing with Jin's English at this point. Mm-hmm. Like when, you know, when Jin is talking to Jack and Jack says, you know, your English is very, really good. And he's like, well, son has been teaching me. Sawyer has also been teaching me. <laughs> it's like, well, 
You might not want to listen to Sawyer when it comes to English. That's just. I was waiting for him to say like <laughs> something foul. Yeah. To like say Sawyer taught me the word, you know. <laughs> it's, or some whatever. kind of nickname to call Jack. Because right. that's what Sawyer taught him, <laughs> teacher, right. taught him to call him. So, but yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, we've talked about this in the past too, about the, the, the tragic um, background of Jin and Son's relationship because of mm-hmm. where it's come from to where it is to where it ends up going. Um, you know, it really is a tragic love story, but seeing these are some of my favorite parts of that because mm-hmm. we are seeing, I, I don't think there's been a bigger character arc than Jin. No, in this series. No, and um, there won't be. No, I really don't think there is. I think I think Ben is a huge character arc, but not nearly as big as Jin. Yeah. Um, Sawyer, because, because even Ben's arc dips from time to time. Like there are divots in his arc. It's not a. Oh, I arc. think that he is a regular Richter scale of 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 dips. It's not an arc. But it's a wave. It's a wavelength. He's just like this the yeah. whole time. Good bed. Good bed. Good bed. Good bed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Jin is is such an extreme arc. I mean, we when we first. If you look as far back as we know with Jin, he is he's a dick. He's more no, he's a good man first. Oh, that's true. That's true. When, when he, he was trying to get a job and that's he, true. Yeah, he worked at the hotel. Yeah. I mean, and now we're seeing elements of Jin where he's very loving. Um, he's willing to learn English for his wife. He's incredibly forgiving mm. in this episode. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, we we have that moment flat out where Juliet just Flat out tells him son had an affair. I think we were all in son's hand in that moment. We we're like, what oh, is when- wrong when- with you? <laughs> well, but see, I kind of have to play devil's advocate on this one. Do it. Because while it was wrong that Juliet did that, and it's totally a bitch move, I understand why she did it. I completely understand why she did it. It was desperate times call for desperate measures. I think that Sun could have talked. Sun has this amazing way about her. And and we've seen it in her several times. I think that she could have walked right up to Ben and convinced him to get her and Jen off the island. I I do. Um, yeah. I, they I'm gave not- Michael a boat and said, follow these coordinates. I'm not I'm not denying I'm not denying that at all. Um, but also at the same time, there is no way on and off the island anymore. The what, submarine the sub is, is gone. gone. The sub yeah, is but... gone. The boat is gone. Well, how, how do they get on and off the island? I, I, this freighter's I, I... the only way. Okay. I, in my opinion, I, I mean I I could be wrong. And no. if I'm wrong, I apologize. You're probably right. Um, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking at things specifically in that moment with with Juliet, like she was desperate to get Sun to stay because of everything. She was doing it in Sun's best interest, might not have been the best way to do it because of, of things. But it like again, it was desperate times call for desperate measures. It wasn't right, but I completely understand why she did it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, look. Yes, yes and no, right? It's a gray area. I it was an, an immense betrayal. But I I understand desperate times call for desperate measures, but 
man, I was, I, I, I was so glad that she hit her. <laughs> oh, oh, again, I, I, like I said, I understand why she did it, but it was so satisfying to watch son slap her across. The that face. was a good hit too. Yeah. It's like, Oh, like you really just said that. And to see yeah. her do it. I'm like, okay. I, I feel a little satisfaction now too. So I just forgot. This just popped in my head while you were talking that son does think that Jin's dead in that moment. In, Oh, in what moment? In the moment that she's talking to him at the grave. They're not playing a part there. She she honestly thinks that he's dead. Remember that the when the boat oh, blows yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, he's on the freighter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot that till right now. That was, <laughs> I don't know why, that was a traumatic moment in lost history. <laughs> yeah, because when later on, when they're reunited again, it's not a, okay, we've been apart for a while and now we're back together. It's a, oh my God, you're alive reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, that we get with the two of them a little bit later on. I think in season five, I think that is when that happens. No, that might not be till season six, actually. No, season six, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the end of this season is the last time I think we see them together. And Yeah, until season six. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean, you know, to, to further on to the point that I was getting at, you know, in the arc that Jin has over the course of the show, if this was a, an earlier time, even on the island, and Juliet had made that revelation and Jin went off. I mean, look, it happened before when Jin went to go help Michael with the raft because he wanted to get off the island. He wanted to leave Sun behind. Mm-hmm. But it's not even a, it's it's only a couple hours later that Jin has kind of looked inside himself and says to Sun, like, I forgive you. Like, th- it, this is you did this because of who I was. Yeah, it was the karma conversation for sure that I think flipped him. Yeah. You know, he says, see, do bad things and bad things happen to you. mm -hmm. And I think that that was such a simple way that Bernard was saying it to Jin in the boat that Jin's broken English, what he understands, got through because then they caught the big fish and he's like, see, karma, good things. You know, we're the good guys. Mm -hmm. And I think that Jin hasn't been called the good guy in so long that it probably hit him like a ton of bricks that he was a completely different person on this island than he was before they crashed. And so, you know, Bernard, wise old owl, kicking ass and taking names every day. It's so funny that you call him the wise old owl, too, because you're absolutely right. Like it legitimately, that's how this conversation played out. Yeah. He went and had an he went and had a conversation, a heart to heart with Uncle Bernard and <laughs> and came back and apologized to his wife. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I mean, again, you go back to an earlier time on the island with Jin. That would have never happened. No, he no. would have. He would have been at Locke's camp or he would have stayed with Jack and told son, see ya. Like, go yeah. ahead to Locke's camp. He already left her once. Yeah. So it's. But Rose has also been kind of like, you know, the mom, <laughs> Aunt Rose mm-hmm. to everybody else. Right. Those two. I love Bernard and Rose. They're another. I don't want to say tragic love story, because I think in the end, we don't ever find out what happens to. to yeah, we do. They that. lived on the island. They built a hut. They they just lived there. There was a well, follow up to them. Was there? OK, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I, I know. I remember in my head that they never leave the island. They stay there the whole time. Um, Because I think even for a while, there was a theory 
until it was later revealed the, the actual answer in season six before the end of the show, there was a theory that the man and woman they find in the cave in season one was actually Rose and Bernard because of the, the time travel. Once when time travel starts getting incorporated into the show next season or more heavily into next season, uh, that was the ongoing theory. People started thinking back to that, those the man and woman skeleton in the cave and people started thinking, well, maybe that's Rose and Bernard. Well, it's not though. It's not. No. Like, yeah. That's what I said. It's revealed in season six who it actually is. Right. Right. Okay. But until say, that reveal can't still be a theory. <laughs> no, until that reveal, that yeah. was the theory. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, yeah, they had uh, they built their little hut. It was it's like a see. It's like, you know, alone the show alone. I don't know if you watch a show alone. Alone's I, cool. I've heard of a number of people watch it. I've never watched it. I love alone. Our whole family watches it together. We watch, you know, mice get cut up and cooked as we eat our dinner. Um, yeah, we're a weird family. Um, but it's just like alone, right? I mean, they built their own hut and they got their own fruit and they fish and they live off the land and they're, I think they even make like, you know, animal hide clothes or something. I'm, you know, like they're just, that's how they are forever. Well, cause I think even, and again, we're, we're jumping ahead a little bit too, but I think even when, and I can't remember. I think is it this season? I, yeah, it's it's the, it's. I think it's the finale of this season when the island starts jumping. Yes, it's and, at the very end, the last episode. Um, well, the finale is like three parts, so it's you know, and we're actually getting close to it. As a matter of fact, uh, at the rate we're going, it'll be next year. Um, Excuse me, it will not. <laughs> we're going to end this. No, this could be over by 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 June. We're gonna be on, what, yeah, yeah. Wait, it, it, it is. It is. It's gonna be great. It's gonna no, be great. It, we'll, yeah. we'll, be, we'll be through this season by February. It's, it's we <laughs> okay. March, March. No, no. We'll be we'll be done with the whole series by oh, summer. Oh, I thought you meant this season. We'll okay. be on to Once Upon a Time by summer, man. It'll be great. Okay, good. I agree with that. I'm I'm, I'm excited. We're but, gonna have yeah. we're gonna have Danny jump on a couple of times too. That'd be fun, actually. Yeah, Danny's corner. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of this episode? But I mean, I think there are times when the island starts jumping. I can't remember. I I, I could be wrong. I can't remember. I think Jin, I think Rose and Bernard don't jump. I think they stay with the island. Because I think there are times they run into them as the island is moving. And we see them kind of like already established on oh, the island. That I don't know. I don't remember. I'm going to have to go when we get to that part. I'm going to have to pay attention to it. Yeah. Um, that I don't know. Well, we'll pay attention to it when, when the time comes, but let's talk about this episode again. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's get back on track. Let's get back to this one. Uh, oh, let's, Hey, let's talk about the fact that, um, son does not trust Jack still. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't want to have any kind of conversations around him or with him. No, no, like, yeah. Like she just stares at him. Like the way she stared at him, I was like, I feel like I should leave. There are daggers. <laughs> yeah, I, feel, I feel like I need to step out of the room and not listen to this part of the episode. You know what? I'm going to excuse myself. <laughs> well, but I mean, like, let's not forget, too. She just received the information from Kate that these people were there to, like, stop a gas thing from going yeah. off. Like, this is information she's just establishing. And at the same time, like, she knows the connection between 
him and Juliet. Yeah. She doesn't trust Juliet. So it's kind of by extension right now. She just does not trust Jack. Well, with good reason. He's not trustworthy. Not I, not at this point. I think he's got more of his own interests in mind. Um, I think he claims it's for the good of the island. But I, I think it's more he, he's got his own interests at heart right now. <laughs> whispering does not help on a podcast whisper campaign <laughs> he drinks at lunch it's not asmr crinkle 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh and the whole the whole like kate saying we have to tell jack you know i'm gonna have to tell jack why why the fuck is it his business excuse excuse my language but why is it his business why yeah i'm gonna have to tell jack last time I checked, he's not my dad. I'll give you a nice head start. For what? <laughs> For what? I it, That just bothered me. I know. I totally get it. I, I mean, I agree with you completely. He's just not, he does not have that feeling of someone who can be trusted right now. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's, you know, it's, it's just something that son um, who has become somebody who is incredibly straightforward uh, at this point, in her tenure on the island, she just, she's not having it. She feels like Jack can't be trusted. So guess what? She's not going to trust Jack. Yeah. It's, well, it's straightforward. And she's very strong. She's very, she's learned to be very independent and not so dependent on others. And I think that she's a really good judge of character. Yeah. I agree. I, she is an incredibly good judge of character. So, um, let me see. I'm looking at my notes here. I covered a lot of this stuff already. Um, there's a couple other things, though, as far as actually, we've covered just about everything I had for Jin and Son. Um, so, I mean, do you have anything else on Jin and Son before we move on to some other things from the, the episode? No. No. Okay. Uh, all right, let's just switch. That I love them. Oh, me too. Oh, God. Like, I'm just thinking about. Don't 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 do it. I don't want to. It's hard to think about it. Don't I know? (laughs) Um, I guess it makes sense. We can switch over to the freighter. Uh, I don't I don't have a lot, but I do have a couple notes. Okay. Um, we do see uh, a little bit of crazy happening on the freighter. Uh, you mean the chained suicide? Yes. That nobody cared about. The chained suicide that Captain Galt did not care about. Uh, he'd rather just move on. Uh, she's already gone, which makes total sense. I mean, she was. There was no saving her at that point. She was drugged to the bottom in chains. You, there's no Desmond, rescuing that. Desmond's look of incredulity is just the stuff of legends there. Like, he's looking around <laughs> at everybody, like, going, this woman is literally Why about is to nobody die? doing anything about this? <laughs> um, if you look carefully, Michael can be seen in that scene. Oh, he in is, the background. He is on the deck in the background. Yes. Um, so we actually do get to see Michael before mm-hmm. we get the reveal of who Ben's man on the boat was, and that it was Michael. Yeah. Or, um, uh, Kevin Johnson. Rather. Kevin Johnson. Yeah, that was the first time that we saw him at the very end. I loved it that Saeed and Desmond kept his cover too. Well, because it was already revealed to them that they had a ma- that there was a man on the boat. Oh yeah, no, but they have. They don't know yeah. that, do they? Yeah, they said. Um, they said that Ben has a man on the boat. 
But I don't right? think Ben ever told them that. Ben didn't tell them that. I think that they heard it from the phone when they had the sat phone. Oh, okay. All right. But I mean, even, but even with that in mind, you know, they're not big Ben Linus fans. And I know that Saeed hates Michael because Saeed deliver was delivered to the others by Michael Mm -hmm. in, in that exchange. I think that's the last time they saw each other. Um, Well, not only that, but they know that Michael killed Anna Lucia and Libby. Right. Right. So what I'm saying is, is that it's interesting that they have both, all three of them have silently somehow agreed to let whatever it is that's playing out, play out. Mm-hmm. You know, it shows a real sign to like Saeed's intelligence factor that he's just like, okay, well, I'm not going to be like, Jack would be like, yeah, I know who this motherfucker is, you know, <laughs> or Sawyer would say the same thing. But yeah. Saeed and Desmond are like, oh, Kevin. Okay. Nice to meet you. I'm Saeed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They played it. They, 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 they played it cool. Yeah. Like your name's not Kevin. It's Michael Dawson. Shut up. Yeah. Right. Right. You know. Where's Walt Kevin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Haven't we met before? I feel like we've met before. Kevin. Well, but I mean, look at but I mean, look at it though. Like Saeed and Desmond are two of the smartest guys on that island. Oh, hundred so, percent. You know, they're so it makes sense that it, it's these two that kind of played into whatever was happening. Because if it was anybody else, you know, if it was Jack. Jack would have tried to deck him before they even finished the conversation. You know, Jack Her- would have Hurley would Jack- have given him up. Jack would have crowned himself captain of the boat already. <laughs> I'm the captain now. I'm the captain now. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think we've said we've said it uh, several times since we've started this podcast that if we were to be uh, stranded with anybody from from the cast, it would be Saeed. Saeed, yeah. Hundred, like, well, this isn't even a contest. Yeah, I mean, you. I mean, looking at like what every character has become or has done. Yeah, Saeed is the one person I would probably trust my life to the most. Saeed could probably make that coconut radio work on Gilligan's he's the Island. Professor. Yeah, he's the professor. <laughs> except the stuff he makes works. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a couple other people on that list of people I would I I would be okay being stranded with, but Saeed's at the top. Desmond yeah. would probably be second. Yeah. And, and, you know? Well, I mean, trying to think of the other characters. I mean, it's... Hurley, no, I, no. I, just Saeed. <laughs> okay. they'd, they'd be dead if it wasn't Saeed, if Saeed wasn't there. Agreed. They'd all be captured by the others. Agreed. Fed to the bears. Uh, so what else you got as far as the, the freighter goes? Not much, actually. Um, you know, Lapidus is off doing helicopter things. And uh, the captain reveals that it's Charles Woodmore's boat, mm-hmm. which he seems to know that Desmond knows Charles Woodmore. But that's never really um, expanded on in this episode. They learn about. It's interesting that we see the black box from the plane, but it we don't get any for any more information about it. Like this is the black box, okay? Is it? Show me, prove it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's literally just the black box. There's no information provided as to what's on it. Nothing. Right. 
And he he hasn't built any like trust with any of them. He's kept them in a cage and their new room has a headshot blood stain on it. Well, not only that, but they're told not to trust the captain. Right. <laughs> there you go. You also have that. Yeah, yeah. but then they really but then don't trust the captain, but who told you not to? Ben by way of Michael? Yeah, or was it Michael? Well, was it Michael himself or was it Ben through Michael that told you not to trust the captain? Right. So now who do you trust? Now everything's on the table. If Ben's involved, anything and everything is now on the table. Yeah. I, yeah. I you know what? I'd wrap myself up in chains. I get it. <laughs> you, you totally get why Zoe Bell did what she did. Yep. Um, what book was she reading? That's a good question. You know what? I actually had that and... It is a book called Survive. Oh, see, it's upside down. It's a Jules Verne book, uh, Survivor's Chancellor, and it is a jewel. And it is a Jules. Oh, the Survivors of the Chancellor uh, about the final vid- about the final final voyage of a British sailing ship, uh, which could be in relation to the Black Rock right there. Um, but also, I find it funny that well, not funny, haha, but funny odd. Um, that Jules Verne also wrote 10,000 Leagues Under the Sea, and that's where she ended up. Ah. Uh, right? Yeah. And just put that together. That's adorable. <laughs> I don't think that had anything to do with it, but still. Oh, here we funny. go. Uh, Mr. Cazalon thought that booking passage on a cargo ship from Charleston to Liverpool would be a charming way to return to his English homeland. If only he knew. A crazed sea captain, a disaster in the hold, storms, oppressive heat, sharks, and starvation are just some of the many travails that beset both passengers and crew. Will any of them survive the wreck of the Chancellor? (laughs) Uh, I have to point it out, too, and this is actually my final note out of everything that I have. Uh, The name Captain Galt is also very uh, fitting to this it's not just a happenstance like oh let's just call them galt uh captain galt is a well-known captain from literature and i'm going to read you some of the description of captain galt and you'll see exactly why it kind of fits uh captain galt seems to be a captain for hire and operates a different ship in each of the stories some take place in england some of the united states some in havana some in europe galt himself is a morally ambiguous character who follows the pattern of many famous fictional criminals although a lawbreaker he proves to have a strict moral code. Uh, we learn tantalizing bits of information about Captain Bolt. He seems to be highly placed in a secret society. He has occult knowledge about arcane religious artifacts. He seems to be very knowledgeable about gemstones. He's a skilled amateur painter. Some of this doesn't apply. Uh, in general, he reveals himself to have uh, surprising reservoirs of specialized knowledge. Where he got all this knowledge is generally not revealed. We only get these hints at the character's past. The Captain Galt stories tend to follow several patterns. Most of the stories are about smuggling, usually involving a great deal of cleverness. Often the plot centers on information that is known to Captain Galt, but not provided to the reader. There is even some kind of misinformation or even play acting performed for the misdirection of customs officials. So uh, sometimes the deception is in sleight of hand. Sometimes it is in the captain's choice of hiding places, which may be in plain sight. Um, so yeah, there's a lot there that kind of relates to this captain Mm -hmm. that we're getting in lost. 
Yeah. In this episode. Yeah. So not all of it applies. That was, I was basically just reading the entire mm-hmm. um, mini biography on the character, but a lot of it, a lot of it is relatable. Yeah. And it further proves that anything is on the table. Oh, especially when it comes to the series. Yeah. It's just, I mean, we've, we've mentioned it before. This, this show uses so many literary examples. I, I made a note to look up the book later and I just didn't have time because whenever there's a book that they show, it's never, it's never not intentional, unintentional. Oh yeah. It's it's always with thought behind Mm -hmm. it. So I, I remember seeing that going, oh, and the book was upside down. Yeah, I love I Lapidus. He's like, I was just trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little intense. <laughs> um, this is not a note on the episode itself, but a note on one of the actors. This is the first time we are, I believe it's the first time we are seeing Martin Kimi played by Kevin Durand. Uh, we're going to definitely get more of Martin Kimi. Both know this is not the first time we're seeing him. No, we've seen Kimi before. Okay. Um, I wasn't sure that it's, I mean, um, but Kevin Durand is an awesome dude. I've had him on my podcast twice. And well, he's, he's not awesome in this, Ben. No, he is not, but he's awesome <laughs> in real life. I, actually, we talked about Kevin Durand when we talked to MC Ganey because MC Ganey and Kevin Durand are friends and they were on the same show, but they never had any scenes together. Because I remember MC telling us that, that he was disappointed they never oh. had any scenes together. Well, you know, Kimi sucked. Kimi is, he is key in a particular moment that's coming up um, for Ben in particular. Yeah, a particular horrifying moment, but yeah. you know, whatever. Well, I mean, you know, Kimi steps in, you know, to say like, just when you thought Ben was the most evil person in this series. <laughs> hold my beer. <laughs> hold my beer, exactly. <laughs> Because right now we've just been introduced to Kimi. We haven't seen what Kimi can do yet. Kimi sucks. He is an evil, evil man. For sure. Um, but that about covers everything I have on the episode. So I, I don't have know. nothing else. You have, that's everything you have as well? Yes. All right. Well, that was relatively easy and painless. Maybe not for the listeners, but for us it was. Yeah. Um. So before we get into uh, feedback, obviously next week we're going to talk about uh, Meet Kevin Johnson, which is actually the last time we get to see uh, our friend MC Gamey on the series. This is his I already episode. know this because I've already seen the episode. Uh, yes, yes, you, I have yeah. all the notes for it yeah. too. <laughs> which is good. Now I'm the only one that has to prepare. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's the last time we get to see our friend MC Gamey in the series. It's his final appearance in the show. Um, but it is another. It is a Michael centric episode. So, and in which if I remember correctly, I don't think there's any, you, you would know this more than I would. Is there any on Island stuff in that episode? I think it's all flashbacks and freighter. Um, no, they still have a little bit of Island. Okay. Not much, but a little bit. Okay. Um, one piece of news that we didn't bring up at the top of the podcast, which is when I wanted to, and I forgot. And it's, uh, we'll bring it up now before we get into feedback. Uh, there, unfortunately there's been a passing in the lost family. Uh, Mira Furlan, who played, uh, Rousseau, uh, passed away on Wednesday at the age of 65, which is, you know, pretty sad. 
Nobody knows why yet. Yeah, no cause of death has been revealed yet. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, that have that will have changed. But uh, yeah, it's it's an unfortunate passing in the Lost family, as well as other things like Babylon Five and some other projects she's been on as well. So uh, apparently, they've known for some time that her health has been fading, and they hope that she would improve. Um, but unfortunately, it didn't happen, and she passed away. Mm, well, so, which is sad. Rest in peace. Yes, absolutely. Um, that brings us to our feedback for the week, which we we've been sitting on for quite a few weeks. But you know, now we're we're finally finally going to get to go to it. I know. Uh, Des says his subject says, "If I'm late, I'm late." <laughs> yeah. Nope, you're not late, Des. You oh, man. You sent it weeks ago. Plenty of time. <laughs> but you know what? You brought it up. Why don't we kick it off with that, with uh, with Des's uh, email? Okay. Des Combs says, so I do like this episode, but it isn't the best for a rewatch. The first time I saw it, the ending was heartbreaking. But when you know the twist, the whole episode kind of falls flat. I like Sun, but she will turn on you in a minute. <laughs> Juliet, despite her flaws, was just trying to help her. And Sun treated her like garbage. No, no. Uh, I, I disagree with you, Des. <laughs> Even when Juliet told Jin about the affair, she was trying to keep her safe. Had to keep this short. Tons to do. Hope everyone has a happy and safe holiday. Sent for my iPhone. We did. And, I, <laughs> and we appreciate it. Uh, which leads us to our voicemail, which, let's be honest, it would not be a complete episode if we did not have a voicemail feedback from our friend Steve Brown. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and play that now. Hey, I am not a doctor. I'm not uh, have fathered any children, as far as I know. So I am not going to make any comments about a, the birth because I don't have any clue about why you would go from we got to do a C-section to oh the baby's coming out now. There, I'm done. No more about that. Hey, it, Ben and Chris, and it's Steve, and I'm watching J U G. How do you say it? For the first time, I'm going to watch it again and send in some more thoughts, but I wanted to get that out. All right. Okay, I just finished watching it for the first time. I'm going to watch it again, but I, I want to send this in just so I don't miss the deadline because this week and leading into Christmas has been so crazy for me. I don't want to miss the deadline. Um, so the, the plane crash, okay, we confirmed that the six, who the six are, the plane crash occurred on September 22nd, 2004. That's the date that's on Jen's um, uh, tombstone. So, uh, so that gives us a, a date. Some some things that we could have keyed in on the first time we watched it, knowing that this is a flashback and a flash forward and a present day. If if we had a flash sideways, bam, we'd be like <laughs> in cra crazy lost like pink lines or what do you call those things when you connect all the dots? Anyway. Uh, I'm so confused. But anyway, um, so we had a flashback, a flash forward. But some of the things that could have told us that this was uh, that the scenes with Jen and the panda were actually a flashback is the the phone that he's ringing. The guy's he's ringing. He's carrying. The guy says it's the year of the dragon, which wasn't anywhere near 2004, 2005. Anyway, uh, yeah, just a, another great episode that I'd forgotten all about. I cried like a baby during a couple moments in this episode with Jen. Uh, and before I sign off, I've gone way too long. Uh, Bernard is freaking wise, man. Like he saw what was going on 
with Jen and son, and he knew he needed to pull Jen aside and give him a talking to. Okay, I can't wait to hear you guys' discussion of it uh, whenever this occurs. All right, <laughs> talk to you later. Whenever you post it. It's, All right, love you guys. It's been a month. It's been a month. <laughs> uh, Steve knows us so well already at this I point. Know. <laughs> I can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear your t- your discussion. Whenever, Whenever it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Steve. That was amazing. Uh, um, so not uh. 2008. What was what was the 2000, year? 2004. So I'll bet you the baby was born in 2005. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what was? The year of the, the dragon year? was 2000. Right. So we looked at 2008. Oh, okay. So yeah. Earlier. So let's see. 2005 Chinese Zodiac was the year of the rooster. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. I wonder what the Korean man was not saying here. Have a have a rooster. Hey, we're back in the year of the rooster again right now, actually. 2021. It's the year of the wood roaster wood roaster. Would we could rooster. we could have cocoa van? <laughs> that is rooster. Is it? Yeah. No, oh, never had it. Anyway, we're off topic again. Um, yeah. So thank you, Des and Steve, for for the feedback. Uh, whenever we got to play it, uh, that was just amazing. I love. We're it. gonna be better. It's a new day. It's a yeah. new year. It's a new. It's a new everything. Yes, we're gonna try and be better. We're gonna prom- we no, promise to no, try. No, we're going to be better. Okay, agreed. We're gonna be better. We're gonna be mm-hmm. better at this. Uh, but you know what? On that same note, if we're gonna be better, we want you to be better. We want more <laughs> feedback. We want more feedback every week on these episodes. So there are multiple ways that you can do that. First, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash lost revisited. We are kind of on Twitter and Instagram at Lost Revisit Pod or Lost Revisited Pod. We're not very active, but we're on there. Uh, you could. You I could, said we're sort of on yeah. there. You can email us at lostrevisitedpod at gmail.com. And if you'd like to leave us a message, you can record yourself and send it to our email address. Uh, so. As we usually do, we usually give out some recommendations on things we, we've been checking out that we would encourage other people to check out. And it's, it's been a good amount of time. So I'm sure there's definitely some recommendations from both of us on some things that we we've kind of want to lean people towards. Uh, so I'll, I'll send it over to you. What do you got for recommendations this time around? Well, I said it earlier. We, we've been watching a lot of Alone lately. Okay. <laughs> And uh, I'm reading a John Grisham book right now, Sycamore Row. It's uh, the it's a follow up to A Time to Kill. Okay. Um, well, with the same lawyer character, Jake Bergantz. But the real follow up to Time to Kill is apparently coming out or is newly out called A Time for Mercy by John Grisham. But I wanted to read the second Jake Bergantz before I got to the third Jake Bergantz. Um, and what else? Grisham tends, Grisham tends to be a lot of like law. Yeah, right? I love yeah. it. Okay. I love it. Well, he's a lawyer. Um, okay. Well, that makes sense then. Yeah. And uh, you know what? We're just kind of going through. Uh, we're in that weird stage of television where like nothing's really on. So 
we're catching up with SWAT. Okay. Um, we really like SWAT right now. Yeah. Okay. It's like super boring. <laughs> we're just <laughs> trying like, to get through the day. Honestly, it's, <laughs> everything's it's, hard. It's totally fine. Um, how about you? So I have been, I've been watching the stand, which I've actually been podcasting on with, uh, with Rima, mm-hmm. who some people might know from other podcasting podcasts. Uh, we've been doing that over on strange indeed for the past couple of weeks. And we're getting ready to do our sixth episode of that. And then after episode nine, I'm, I'm done with strange indeed. And, and, uh, and our friend Pate comes back. Um, I've also been rewatching a show called Raising Hope, <laughs> which it's I, I've, such a good show. I, I it was a show that I don't know why it, it popped into my head. I'm like, you know what? Like, I I I, I want to go back and just revisit the first episode to see if it's what I remember. And I'm yeah. now in season two, and there have been so many moments that I have been left hysterical. <laughs> Garrett Dillahunt is with as many dramatic roles as he's played from Fear yeah. the Walking Dead and Deadwood and Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles is absolutely fucking hysterical on yeah. this show he is so damn funny Cloris Leachman <laughs> is, is a legend she's absolutely hysterical Martha Plimpton is hysterical the entire cast is hysterical in the show that I I forgot how funny that show was and I wish it went for longer because it only ran for four seasons before it got canceled by Fox, which Fox is notorious for doing. Um, it's, it's, Oh my God. I'm having so much fun rewatching that show. Cause it's almost like it's the first time I watched it. Yeah. Cause it's been so long and I'm just there. I, there was literally, I got my mom into watching it. So now my mom That's is awesome. watching it for the first yeah. time. Um, season I, I know it's very specific but there's a season season two episode two the opening of the show um there is a moment with garrett dillahunt where he's he's skimming a pool at a rich person's house and he he's really has to use the bathroom so he sneaks into the house to use the bathroom and he sees a picture of another character and realizes that she's rich and uh, her family comes from money and there's just a moment and i i honestly think it is comic genius of him trying to process that this person comes from money while having to use the bathroom. <laughs> he doesn't say a word, but his it, it's literally like a minute long where he doesn't say anything, but his facial expressions of trying to figure out which one is more important. <laughs> I, I swear to you, I had tears in my eyes. I was laughing so damn hard at that i love garrett dillahunt and it's he is my he has become that once this world is is back to somewhat normal and and cons can start happening again whether it's at my convention or at another convention he's so nice he is the one I he is top of my list of the guy i want to meet he's so nice so humble he's great I that's got what to- i've heard see him a couple of times that was yeah. cool he's never been at any events i've been at so i've never had the opportunity but i i want it now i hope i get it eventually i'm gonna try and get him on my podcast too oh fun to, to talk to him so but um but i mean other than raising hope which i just went off on for too long um wandavision just started i've been watching that um i'm reading right now uh i'm reading um 
God, I can't remember the whole title of it, but I'm, I'm a big autobiography guy. I like reading autobiographies, especially about like actors and comedians that I know. And right now I'm reading um, uh, Craig Ferguson's memoir, which I'm, I'm really enjoying because I'm a huge fan of Craig Ferguson. Nice. So, but other than that, I think that's basically all I've really been into lately. So other than obviously the office and parks and rec and Brooklyn nine, nine, and I still shuffle through them from time to time as well. All the time. So I rewatched all the Avengers movies over the, the point when we were, uh, we were on the break. That's awesome. Yeah. I watched Avengers age of Ultron. Um, I watched civil war, even though it's a captain America movie, it's basically an Avengers it's, movie. Yeah, it's, it's Avengers. And then I, uh, I watched infinity war and end game back to back and still cried like a, blubbering idiot at the end of uh both happy tears and sad tears at the end of endgame all the feelings it's it's the one movie i saw on opening night that was such an incredible theater experience that i wish i could just hit a reset button Mm -hmm. and experience that movie for the first time every time i watched it Mm -hmm. so um but yeah i think that just about does it for this episode of the podcast any final notes from you before we we wrap things up nope i'm good cool uh so yeah so we're gonna be better we're gonna be back next week yep so we are we're gonna be i'm already ready i know you already watched it (laughs) (laughs) and took notes i have to watch it now i'm good to go (coughs) so if we're late it's because of ben i just want everybody to know if we're late it is because of ben yeah put it all on me it's (laughs) always my fault I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, we hope everybody had a great holiday. Uh, yes. We hope everybody is having a great start to this new year, to this mm-hmm. 2020. Uh, One, it's 2021. Oh, crap. You're right. 2021. Sorry. That's what I meant. Um, but until next week, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for providing feedback. Thank you for being a fan of the show. But until next time, We'll see you guys further on down that rabbit hole. Take care. Bye. We have to go back, Kate. We have to go back. <laughs>